Hey guys, so it's been, it's been a hot minute, I guess. Um, I guess we're just gonna do another update. I have I'm pretty good news. Um, so right now it is May, what is it, May 31st. So I'm pretty excited, it's Memorial Day. Um, it's rained here all weekend, so I've been home alone for like the whole weekend. I was supposed to go to Colorado, but COVID had that county, still is a red county, so I wasn't allowed to go, so I've, I've sat at home by myself all weekend. Um, some pretty good things, or pretty good news that's coming up. Um, Rosie ended up getting pregnant. Unfortunately, it was not too dinero. The semen was too bad, and I got tired of trying, um... So I was able to get some of my stud fee back, which was huge. That was such a big deal that I got some of my money back. Because Lord knows I put so much money into getting that baby and it just didn't happen. So that was super disappointing that the De Niro baby didn't happen. But um, it'll be okay. I was able to get her bread just like by design on the first try. First try she took. And I'm like, mm-hmm, yeah. Tell me again something's wrong with my mare. I dare you. So, anyway. Anyway, so right now, Rosie is a little over a month bred to Slick by Design. And I'm super happy about it. Um, I'm, once again, not super sure about my living situation. Which, it seems like ever since I've moved to Wichita, it's been an ongoing thing. So, I'm not real sure about my living situation. So... I did put Rosie up um, for sale, but if she sells, she sells, and if she don't, I'll get to keep her, and hopefully get to keep her slick baby, um, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. I think if somebody offered me enough, I would probably take it, because in the long run, it really would help me um, just get my ducks in a row, because I have a general idea what I'm going to do or where, I, where I'm going to live, but... Um, I would like to pay some stuff off before I did that. So, uh, like I said, if she sells, great. If she doesn't, it'll be okay. God knows what he's doing. So, it's kind of in, in his hands. I'm, I'm done worrying about it. But there's my good and somewhat good news. So, I did decide to go ahead and get Annie bread. And I'm really excited about that. So, I've never um, bred dogs before. But, so far, I have Annie booked to um, to a mini stud. And I'm so excited. So, I've, I've done all my steps. I've done all my checks. I made sure Annie was genetically cleared all the way across the board. She's not a carrier for anything. She's 100% cleared. So, I guess the catch with Annie is, is she is technically registered as a standard but she's under 17 inches tall so i'm not sure what happened there but after i send in annie's um uh what is it ascr once i send in that paperwork um she will be registered in three different registries which i think is i think it's pretty cool but some people might frown upon it but um Annie tested, cleared all the way across. She is registered through the Australian Shepherd Club, American Kennel Club, and the Stock Dog Registry. So I think 
that's pretty cool. And I picked a uh, I picked a show dog. It's a mini tri male with blue eyes, and he is beautiful. And I'm so excited. So I'm really excited because I think she's gonna have beautiful puppies. So in addition to that, while I was talking to that particular breeder, he's real. He's doing really good in the show ring with his dogs and such. Um, I was able to buy one of his females. But the catch with that is like we, we had made a deal. He um, he said that I could, because I wanted breeding rights for this dog. I wanted to have two females. I wanted to have two breeding dogs. And um, so the deal with that is I can buy his tricolor female. Well, she's gorgeous. I want to call her Maggie. So Maggie is pretty much black she's got the black she's her body is black but she's got like the brown tips on her and then she has like perfect white markings she's got a big beautiful white chest and then she's got um and it kind of looks like a goatee and the stripe up her nose so uh, I love how she's colored and she's got like sky blue eyes but the catch with her is I have to buy her with a um with a breeding to his merle to his uh to his merle and then he gets pick of the litter so i was like all over that i mean like white on rice all over that i was like heck yeah i want to do that so i've been sitting here this afternoon just making my notes like um what i'm gonna do with the puppy is how i'm gonna advertise them um so annie will be sent to oklahoma to get bred and then that's where the female is too so I'm going to leave Annie with my friend's parents. And um, so that's how they're going to work it. Because my mom's getting married and I'm going to be gone for two weeks in June. And if she comes into heat that week, um, or one of the weeks that I'm gone, they're going to take her down to Oklahoma for me. Which is super sweet of them. Because I've worked really hard to get to make this happen. So she'll go down to Oklahoma. And then either when I get back from when I get back from Florida when I get back from my mom's wedding I'm gonna go pick both of them up and um I'll be bringing back both females hopefully bred with you know fingers crossed both of them will take the first time and I'm super excited so that's the big news that's the big like little Ray Brands trying to kind of look in a different direction so I would like to have my performance horses and I would like to, to try to add a couple um, a couple dogs to it. And I'd like to try to show some dogs. So, again, like, you kind of roll with the punches. Like, when life gives you lemons, you make lemonade. I love breeding horses. I love having the babies. I love picking the studs. I feel more experienced. I feel more confident in that area. But, like I said, with my living situation, I'm really not sure about it. And if I have to move or if I have to do anything along those lines, it will be so much easier for me to leave with two dogs and one horse versus two mares. One of them's pregnant and two dogs. So, I'm trying to, like, be really smart about my decisions. So, that's kind of what I'm thinking right now because like I said I'm not really sure where I'm going to be living by the end of the year so that's kind of the route I want to go but that's a that's that's a big update I'm always gonna have like at least one horse with me as long as I can help it I want at least one so I think 
what I'm going to try to do instead of, you know, instead of breeding horses, I think with Blue, I'm going to do my best to show her as much as I can, which, which in all honesty could very well be next year that I get to show her, which is fine. It's fine because, like, I'm way out of practice. She's not really broke for what I'm asking her to do. So that brings me to my second big news update. So I decided to to start taking lessons. And I think that's a big deal. And I think that's worth mentioning. Because when I told a couple of my friends. That I wanted to take lessons. They were like why are you taking lessons? You don't need lessons. You don't need this this and that. And I'm like yeah but I want them. I want to. I want to learn. I want to go learn a new discipline. I want to figure out how do I do certain things. How do I teach her to do certain things it's like I understand it I'm not a beginner and I get it and it's fine and I'm very flattered that my friends even said that to me but I will say that I am I feel very rusty and I feel way better having somebody watch me and that can tell me what I'm doing and help me improve because the second that you think that you know it all that's when you're failing because you you never stop learning I don't care what level you are, you don't start learn. you never stop learning. Like everybody else can give you a tidbit of information. So I decided to start taking lessons. I had my first lesson on Sunday and it made a huge difference. And it, you know, it made me feel good. And I felt really good talking to the lady because she was able to give me good advice and good criticism. And she was able to actually teach and explain to me what my horse was doing and what I needed to do because um I've went to some trainers before and they did nothing but just cut you down tell you everything you're doing wrong they didn't tell you how to correct it they just told you that you're crap and I pre- I've left crying so many times because I've went to just a, a, a guy that literally cannot teach me what I need to do, he can't do anything but just cut you down. Like, he's a good trainer, but he can't teach. He can't explain. He can't talk to you. His leadership skills are a little bit lacking. So, it really didn't do me any good to keep carrying on with that person, and I didn't. I haven't taken lessons or really talked to that person for several months to a couple years, and, like, it's it's fine. It's like, I know that that person isn't going to be able to teach me. So I need to find somebody that can. And I think I did. And I'm really excited about it. Um, it's really different because what blue is, is she is that ranch horse, that cow horse type, type horse, type bloodline. And I have never rode a cow horse before. So it is different and it's cool. And I like it. But it's also kind of challenging at the same time. Because they are very much so business. Like they're all business. They have a job. They know that they're supposed to be doing something. And they want to go to work. They don't want to just kind of hum haul around. I got lucky with with, um, Blue. Because she also has a very sweet side. Some Some of those cow horses are like all business. And you know they don't. They're not lovey dovey. They don't want you to touch them. Um, they want to go do their job and that's it. And any funny business, they're like, they'll flip you the bird. But with Blue, she's very sweet because she kind of, she's all business 
when you when you're on her she's like okay what are we doing what's our job let's get to it and so we'll go and we'll get to it but also she looks at you for reassurance so I thought it was crazy because we were standing there talking about her like the lady got on her and rode her for a little bit and she was like talking about what she thinks of her because she's never seen this horse before she's only seen me ride her for about 10-15 minutes and she jumped on her for about 10 minutes and the stuff that she was saying just kind of blew my mind and it kind of almost made me connect with blue a little bit more because she was explaining what she was seeing in the mare and it was it was crazy because what she was seeing in the mare was such a reflection of me it was almost scary like for example when I first rode blue the first couple times I was scared to death because I really didn't know this mare I just got done with a really bad back injury and I was scared like I'm not gonna sugarcoat it I was pretty scared and um I when she was explaining it to me she's like this horse is very worried about something like she's very concerned about something and she couldn't figure out what it was and that she keeps looking for reassurance she keeps looking for that reassurance and stuff and it reminded me of me in a way because that is the one thing that I do not like about myself is it's like I feel like I need reassurance reassurance way more than I do and that she had told me that Blue's confidence was kind of rocked that she wants to please that she's trying really hard but she's not really sure exactly what to do with certain maneuvers and that reminded me of me too because like when I go to work or when I'm doing a task it's like I'm going to try and I'm going to try as hard as I can but if I don't know Sometimes I'll be like, I don't, you know, I don't know. And it'll shake your confidence up. And it just reminded me of her. And it was kind of, it was kind of funny because I was like, oh my gosh, like I bought a horse form of me. (laughs) So it kind of blew my mind a little bit. And I was super excited. And I'm still really excited because Blue's a beautiful horse. (laughs) And um, we were even talking, and she's like, well, she's going to get you noticed. I'm like, "Uh, yeah, whether I like it or not, whether it's good or bad, because Blue has, like, a presence about her. She is huge. She's like a 16-hand horse, probably every bit of 1,200 pounds. I mean, she's a big girl. Um, She's a really big girl, so it's like she she's just an eye, eye peel, which I thought was a plus, because... When I bought her, I just wanted something safe that wasn't going to get me hurt. And it's like with Blue, it's going to be such a big learning curve. Like, it'll just be a lot of learning. Like, learning how to do these maneuvers, learning how to ride her better. And I'm really excited about it. And I'm excited to go do my lessons. And I hope that I can continue to do my lessons, um, you know, as long as I can afford it. So I'd like to do lessons probably for the rest of this year. And hopefully next year I could show her some. Or maybe by like real late this fall I could show her just a little bit. But I'm so excited. It's it's exciting to learn things for the first time. And it's very important that when I'm there and I'm listening to this trainer that I'm very quiet. And I'm absorbing what she has to say. Like I need to hush and listen 
and really absorb what she has to say because I, you know, there's so many different ways to do this. And like when you don't want to go to somebody's house and not be coachable or not be pliable, because I mean, if you go in there and you're just like, oh, I know how to do this and I know how to do that and I know how to do this and I know how to do that, it's like, no, you don't or you wouldn't be there. So it's very important to listen to what your coach has to say and just try it and try your best. And I think communication is huge when, um, when going about things like this. And it's cool to be a beginner again because I've never done ranch riding. <laughs> I've never done anything with a cow. And I even told her, um, I even told the, the trainer, I, I was like, to go to lessons is such a big deal. It is such a big deal because I'm from such a poor county. Like, you can't go take lessons like that from people. Like, she has her own arena and a barn. And I'm like, I never had anything like that growing up. So, just to go to such a nice place and have somebody take the time to teach me what I'm doing. I was, I'm so excited. And I really want to take advantage of this opportunity. But anyway, guys, that is my Memorial Day update. Um, I remember this time last year, I was setting flags um, for work. We set it all over um, the graveyard, and I remember that, and we got featured on the news and stuff for it. But um, please remember what this day is for, because this is for the ones that really didn't get to come home. They paid their ultimate sacrifice for this country, and we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for them. So make sure you try to remember what this day is for, and I hope you guys have a good rest of your weekend. I hope you had a good weekend, and I'll talk to you later. Bye.